you go for that dress fitting and it does not fit because your lifestyle has changed during these wedding plans and you're out so much and you're grabbing different things. So what we wanna do here is we really wanna keep you mindful of staying balanced during your wedding plan so that you don't run into that and you get to your wedding day looking the best ever. If you are all about weddings, love wedding stories, want to hear about how they met, what the proposal was like, how the wedding went, then this is the show for you. We also talk with professionals and they share advice to help you make your wedding amazing. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Today we are speaking with Shari Broder. We're going to be addressing stressed out brides and getting yourself ready for your wedding in the healthiest way possible. As you approach your wedding, we all think about the dress, we think about our hair, we think about the invitations, but we also have to think about our health and wellness and staying balanced through this whole experience. It's very stressful getting married. It's a full-time job on top of a full-time job, and now you're maybe not eating at home as often as you were, or you're going to more parties, and how do you stay balanced? And if you're looking to lose weight, how do you do that in the midst of everything else that you're doing with your wedding plans? So today we have Shari Broder on the show, and she's going to talk with us about all of these things, how to get past the struggle, how to get past some of those habits that may keep us where we are with our weight and how to jump over that plateau. Shari's also a mother of the bride, so she is fresh off the experience of being at a wedding and going through the whole planning process, and she's also going to share some advice with us as well. So today on the show, we're going to talk about these tips for healthy eating, not overeating, and also navigating the busy days. So without further ado, hi, Sherry. How are you today? I'm doing great, April. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I feel like this is something that we forget in wedding plans. I know the brides want to look good, but really, how do you dial that into healthy balanced diet while you're going through your wedding plans. So let's dig into that today. Why don't we just jump right into it and talk about number one, which is planning ahead and doing some meal prep in advance. And then when you can't do that meal prep, what do you do as well? Yeah, those are great questions. Um, whenever I have uh, worked with brides who are trying to lose weight for a wedding, I really approach it from the perspective of habits they can develop that they can use for the rest of their life so they don't just lose weight for their wedding and then gain it back and a year later they're you know so <laughs> planning ahead is something that can be really helpful on a day-to-day -day basis and also um, we're going to talk about going to parties and those kinds of things but this is planning ahead is when you will decide what you're going to be eating generally that week and there are certain foods that you really like that are healthy like for me it might be tabbouleh or lentil salad or something and I will on Sunday um, which seems to be the quietest day around my house I will spend an hour or two prepping some food sometimes less than that that's kind of the max and maybe cooking a big pot of soup or chili or something and so when, then I can just have some really healthy choices. I don't have to grab, you know, a box of crackers and, or, you know, just eat even junkier stuff than that when I'm really busy. Because I find a lot of people have, you know, they just feel like they don't have time to make healthy choices, but it really doesn't take a ton of time to do that. And I guess we all get intimidated by thinking, well, we have to eat for a whole week. That's so many meals to make. And then we just default to having a cracker. You're so right. So I guess making a list of those quick, healthy meals and having a plan of attack of 
what you can pull together on a Sunday. So having a short list of quick, healthy meals that you know are going to work for you. And then on Sunday, just making those meals, putting them in a Tupperware, and then you have them during the week and there's no need to grab a cracker. You're just going to grab that Tupperware and go. I just keep that list on Evernote, you know, of of really quick meals to prepare. And so when I haven't planned ahead, I can say, okay, what's, what's super fast to make that's healthy that, you know, I can be eating in 15 or 20 minutes. But I definitely prefer if I can to prepare those things. Or a lot of people I know like to make salads in mason jars and they may make three of them um, on a day that they don't have to work. And so for the next few days, then they just have to grab that salad, take it with them to lunch. And um, it just, it's not that complicated Um, And you certainly feel a lot better. I mean, brides are so, they've got so much going on. The last thing they want to do is eat junk food that's going to bring them down and, um, and make them gain weight when so many of them just want to look their best on their big day. Yeah, absolutely. What is the quickest, easiest meal to pull together that's healthy? Me personally, I draw a blank. Like, okay, I have a couple of hours on a Sunday and I'm not going to even know what to cook, to be honest. And What's quick and easy? What is healthy? And what is the easiest thing to take with you? What is your go-to? Well, uh, you're talking about, are we talking about dinner? I guess we would be talking about a lunch. Chicken salad is a good example. You can make a batch of chicken salad. If and um, But I like tabbouleh or I might make some kind of a pasta salad with a lot of veggies in it. Um, lentil salad, Szechuan peanut noodles, those kinds of things. Um, hummus is great because what I will do is um, make a batch of hummus, or obviously you can buy hummus, which takes even less time. And then I usually just cut up some carrots and cucumbers or sugar snap peas and might just dip it in the hummus and eat it. And that takes no time at all. That's smart. And you're showing us the easy ways to do this, which I love because we want to make this simple for the brides and give them some ideas of what they can do. Because like I said, myself, I, I draw a blank a lot of times and then I will default to having that cracker. And what good did that do me? I could have had that nice snack you were saying and making some hummus with the vegetables. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's tons of recipes on Pinterest or whatever, if you're looking for things that you like. There's no shortage um, of, if you if you just even search on Google for quick lunches, you'll probably come up with a million things. Everybody can definitely do that. And also you can contact Sherry as well. And you can, she can be your coach through your entire planning process for your wedding. Um, and while we're on that, Sherry, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what it is that you do? Yeah, I'm a weight loss coach for foodies. That's primarily what I do is I teach people how to, um, I basically work with women who've tried a lot of diets and they've either lost weight, gained it back or whatever, but they generally think they love food too much to not gain the weight back and to be slim for the rest of their lives. And so I teach them how to stop emotional eating. We basically fix the problem that's causing people to overeat because that's why people gain weight. It's because they eat more than their bodies need. And um, so I teach them how to stop that. And once the problem's fixed, it's not a diet. They change their eating habits. And once those habits are changed, they don't gain the weight back. So as opposed to diets where you eat a certain way that's not natural, um, and then you go off it and go back to the way you ate that caused you to gain the weight in the first place. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's actually a perfect segue to number two, which is if you love food, treat it like something you love. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, I also teach people to eat mindfully. And you know, so so many of my clients say, well, I just love food so much. And I, that's why I'm overweight, or that's why I can't keep the weight off or whatever. But if you love it, like anything you love, you should pay attention to it. So I teach people how to eat a meal where they're not distracted, they're not checking their emails or Facebook or whatever. And it really only takes 10 or 15 minutes to eat a meal anyway. Um, we all need a break. We don't give ourselves that break. And so we get burned out. But um, but yeah, to just eat and really pay attention, really taste the flavors, and then we feel a lot more satisfied with whatever it is that we're eating and don't crave foods that aren't good for us as much either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And then number three, which is don't neglect self-care. Oh, that's that's a huge one because women just tend to be taking care of everybody else in the world anyway, other than themselves. Um, but it really is necessary to eat healthy, get enough sleep, and getting enough sleep is really important to maintaining a healthy weight and losing weight too, because if you don't get enough sleep, then your body won't produce those hormones that tell you when you're hungry or full properly, and you might feel hungry all the time or that kind of thing. So getting adequate sleep, exercising regularly, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, um, it's better than nothing. And giving yourself some rest and downtime so that you can stay healthy and keep your energy up. Yes, exactly. And also finding a way to reduce your stress. That's going to be a healthy way to do that. Meditation, taking a walk and just relaxing and pulling yourself away from your wedding plans for just a little bit to remind yourself that you have to stay balanced through this experience. If you're just doing wedding plans and going out and going to the parties and, you know, buying things and talking to people, when you get home, you're going to be out of balance. And mm -hmm. you're not going to be, you know, aware of your eating. You're going to just grab things to eat. And before you know it, a few months will go by and you will have put a few pounds on. And then you'll run into that situation that some brides have where you go for that dress fitting and it does not fit because your lifestyle has changed during these wedding plans and you're out so much and you're grabbing different things. So what we want to do here is we really want to keep you mindful of staying balanced during your wedding plan so that you don't run into that and you get to your wedding day looking the best ever, but you also have a balanced lifestyle so that you maintain that after the wedding as well. I was just going to say, and if you really want to be that glowing bride, then taking care of yourself and, and meditation, I'm so glad you mentioned that because having some kind of stress reduction practice is so important, both for staying sane through this whole process of preparing your, you know, for your wedding, as, and as you said, you know, working full time and preparing for your wedding full time. But you just, you know, if you're just burnt out by then, you're not going to be that beautiful bride that you want to be on your wedding day. That's what we're all looking for. We're looking to feel and look our best on our wedding day. So number four is don't reward yourself with food. Well, you know, so many of us from a very young age, we are rewarded with food. Even like if you're a baby and you're crying, your mom, you know, stuffs a cookie 
in your hand and just just shut you up. And so we learned from an early age that when we're feeling stressed out or are we're we're experiencing uncomfortable emotions that we eat. So for a lot of people, food is their drug of choice, so to speak. And I think it's a really bad habit, but it certainly you can break it. Um, I do that with a lot of my clients. That's a, one of the things we all we focus on. And I also have a free 14-day Freedom from Emotional Eating Challenge on my website. If um, people want to learn a little bit more about it and not make an investment while they've got all their bills preparing for their wedding, but um, but yeah, so it's it's so much better to notice what's bothering you that's making you want to reward yourself with food. And to pause and think about what you really need to do to fix the problem. Because a hot fudge sundae is not going to be the answer. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have treats because I I definitely believe people should eat what they love. But using food in that way, it prevents you from addressing something that might really need your attention. The only thing food can fix is hunger. Mm. So how does somebody decipher if they're eating that hot fudge sundae to reward themselves with food, or they just want their hot fudge sundae? Like, how do you know when to reward yourself and when you're rewarding yourself too much? Yeah, well, I, I tell people that 90% of the food they choose in any given day should be good fuel for their bodies. Mm-hmm. So basically healthy food, but stuff that they really like, as opposed to, uh, you know, when I was growing up, my mother was always trying to force herself to eat eggs because she thought that would help her lose weight. But mm-hmm. I just think eating things you don't like to lose weight is crazy. Because you can't maintain it if you don't like what you're eating. It's like if you go on a diet that's all cauliflower, and you, hate <laughs> you know, you're not going to maintain that. That's going to be a temporary diet solution. It's not a lifetime solution. And we really want you to have a lifetime solution. So you're not on that roller coaster of losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, especially before your wedding, when you're going for all these fittings and you're going to have an engagement party and a bachelorette party. And you don't want that issue. So 90% healthy food and then 10% what I call joy food, which will include that hot fudge sundae, although I wouldn't recommend if you're going to eat the hot fudge sundae that you eat anything else that's joy food that day. And I also put cocktails in that category, which nobody really likes to hear. Um, but cocktails do have a lot of sugar and and alcohol. And so that adds up and it's definitely not nutritious. So that's why I, I say, you know, limit that to 10% of what you eat. And if you're going to eat that hot fudge sundae, make sure you do it without distraction so that you can really taste and enjoy it. 90-10, I love that because you you have a visual of what you need to do. Okay, 90% of the day, I need to eat really, really clean. I can reward myself with 10% of the time so I don't feel completely deprived of the things that I love and I can have them as well. I love that. So we have shared with you these four tips and this is a jump start for you plan ahead do some meal prep in advance if you love the food treat it like something you love and be aware of it while you're eating don't neglect your self-care make sure you have some kind of practice for stress reduction that you're not going to just go and grab something to eat without awareness stay within that 90 10 so that you're 
really eating clean. You're not going to be surprised with a few pound weight gain during this wedding plan, which sometimes is a real disaster. I did have a bride last year who did not fit into her wedding when she went for her final fitting and they did not have enough time to do anything. So they actually added material to the back of the dress and that's all they could do. And I mean, it worked out and the seamstress did an amazing job, but the stress that that bride experienced during that was really unfortunate. And it's totally not necessary either because you can eat the foods you love and not overdo it. And if, you, if you're doing all those other things, then you shouldn't feel that need to eat when you're freaking out about all the things that you need to do. Yeah, because if you put the things in place for that not to happen, so let's just say you are freaking out, you have things in your tup in your refrigerator in a Tupperware that you can eat, give you nutrition, and you can go, and you won't be thinking about, I don't have anything in the fridge to eat, I don't have anything healthy, I'm just going to grab this cracker. We really want you to set yourselves up to have an awareness of a plan in place to make sure that through the, this entire wedding plan that you stay balanced and healthy and like Shari said, that you're really radiant on the day of your wedding. And Shari, please share your website address with everyone. It's sherrybroder.com. That's S-H-A-R-I-B-R-O-D-E-R.com. And her website is great. There's so many tips on there. You really can spend hours on her website and finding some of the tips and also contacting Sherry. If you have any questions uh, for yourself of how do I really get balanced and how do I kick this off? Sherry's amazing and she'd really be happy to help you. Um, and also Sherry, give them your email address too, if you don't mind. Yes, it's lifecoach at sherrybroder.com. She also has a podcast too. So after uh, you're done listening to this, you can hop over to there, Weight Loss for Foodies. And it is amazing. And you so many tips. So definitely go on over there and take a look at her website and listen to her podcast. So just turning the dial a little bit because Shari was a mother of the bride just recently. And I love touching upon this because we've had only brides on the show so far. And here we go. We have a mother of the bride that just went through this entire experience and sharing some tips for brides and for mothers of the bride tier. So let's go, let's talk about that. Um, let the bride do things her own way. Expand on that, please. Yeah, that's interesting because the year before my, my daughter got married last summer and the year before that, my closest friend's um, daughter got married. And she told me when I asked my friend what advice she would have, that was what she said. She said, let your daughter do things the way she wants because it's her big day and she needs to be able to make the choices that are the most meaningful for her and her future husband. So sometimes that's really hard for moms. Like in my case, my daughter decided she only wanted to have 75 people in attendance at the wedding. And so that didn't leave room for me to invite my friends. But you know, that wasn't the end of the world. It was like, oh yeah, that would have been nice. I, I would have liked to have done that. But it, I didn't have to do that to enjoy my day. And I really wanted it to be about her. And I think my we have a great relationship because I don't try to control those things that really should be given to your adult daughter. Yes, that's great advice because I think in the wedding plans, a lot of brides are going to have that issue where you're going to have some push and pull between the family of who wants what. 
and yeah. having the mother of the bride laid back just a little bit so that she can become the woman that she's becoming at this moment. This is the first, right? This is the first thing yeah. she's really navigated as a woman to pull together mm -hmm. by herself. And mom needs to have a confidence in her that she can do it. And of course, mom is there for support and will offer advice and also offer suggestions. But it is definitely important for the parents to give the bride her moment, her, you know, first really big moment as a woman so and that also ties into your second point here which is managing your expectations yeah that's a really good rule for just for dealing with our adult children period but especially for a life event like this and you know we all have these little manuals we um, I used to think of it as a script that my mother had with lines that I was supposed to say for her and whatever. But then I realized, well, it wasn't just her. I have those for my kids, for my husband, for all kinds, my mother-in-law. And, um, and we don't even realize we're doing it, but it's really that we want to be able to control how another person behaves so that we're happy. And we really can't control other people. And even if we could, it's not, does not make for a good relationship at all. Right. So, um, so you may have certain things as the mother of the bride that you want your, um, that you want to do at the wedding, but your daughter didn't ask you. She asked somebody else to read the poems and you wanted to read one or whatever. It's okay. It's not, it's not because of you that she might have asked someone else to do stuff. She has her own ideas of what your role should be. And so that's why I think if we can get rid of the expectations and when we do find ourselves feeling a little let down, to try to put a, a positive spin on it. Like, well, you know, it's not about me. She's not doing this to hurt me. There's always a way to think through and, and wonder whether what it is that you're thinking that was the basis of your expectation. She just has her own ideas of what it should look like. And as you said, that ties right into the first tip, which is let her do things her way from the yeah. get go anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And then the third one, which is listen more, judge less and be supportive. Yeah, I listen more, judge less has become my mantra ever since the president of the college that my younger daughter attends said that. Um, and I think it's just a great approach to dealing with our adult children anyway because over mothering them really just causes resentment and they just need to be loved and accepted for who they are and for the choices that they make so if the bride's pretty stressed out leading up to the wedding the last thing she needs is pressure from her mother and the more of a rock that you can be for your daughter, the better off she'll be. She needs you to lean on when she's freaking out and having a meltdown or whatever, which of course happens to all of us, but it's nice if we're not the ones causing the meltdown. <laughs> Yeah, because the brides want to make mom happy. So there's always that sense of coming to mom and saying, what do you think? And then sometimes mom says what she thinks, and then it might come up as a judgment or maybe not feeling supportive. But it's all about communication here. You know, it's like the mom being open to the bride to be supportive, the bride being open to the mom to kind of communicate her needs. So mom knows how to respond to them too. Is she asking me for advice? Or is she just feeling me out about this? 
you know, communication is everything. And um, I love number four, what you have here, no matter what goes wrong, the event will be wonderful. That is so true. And I've had so many other mothers of the bride tell me that about, oh, it just poured rain all day or whatever. And, And everybody still had a wonderful time. It was still a beautiful event or the flowers never arrived. And the guests, that's not going to matter the guests as nearly as much. They may not even notice the things that are so important to you. So things, you know, to go through a wedding without anything going wrong is unlikely. So if you just look at it from that perspective, that it's going to be fabulous no matter what happens, then you have a much better chance of having this wonderful event and staying steady throughout the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Because life is not perfect. Nothing is perfect. If you can roll with the punches and know that if something doesn't go exactly the way you planned it and just roll with it, you'll be okay. But it also always ties into life balance. You know, if you're feeling balanced and you're feeling healthy, when you approach those stressful situations, you're going to be okay because you can have an awareness of how much it really doesn't matter. You know, you're marrying this person that you love. You're surrounded by the people that you love. That's everything. That's all you really need. That's so true because like if you're all jazzed up on, you know, sugar and things that you're feeding yourself because you're all stressed out, that's not going to help you get through this process. And even putting the weight gain part aside, you just want to feel good and have your, have good energy as you go through planning your wedding and getting married. And that's what we want to do for all of our listeners. We want to help you feel amazing, look amazing, and just be amazing on your wedding day. And that goes for everybody, you know, mothers of the bride and grooms and everybody that's listening. And if you want to reach Sherry, you can reach her on her website, her podcast. She also has a really terrific Facebook group. Uh, what is the name of that Facebook group? It's a good one. Yes. <laughs> Ditch the Diet Tribe. Yes. And it's called that because I do not believe in diets because diets don't work and they don't really address what uh, is causing people to be overweight. So I teach people how to lose weight in a way that is sustainable for the rest of their lives. And something else that I would suggest too is that, you know, so many of us, because we've been in this diet culture and we think, oh, well, I, I can't trust myself around chocolate or whatever those foods are. It's when you think that way, you think, oh, I, I, I can never eat French fries. It makes you want those things that much more. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of puts you in this scarcity mentality, like, oh, this might be the last time I get to eat French fries for who knows long, so I might as well eat all the French fries I possibly can. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it, in our culture, in our society, you're probably not very far from your favorite food at any given time. And so if you approach it from that way, like, okay, this isn't the last party I'm ever going to go to. And I can eat what I love, but I don't have to eat like it's my last meal. Because if I don't have room for that cheesecake, I'll have, and I really want cheesecake tomorrow, I know where I can find some. So, you know, taking, having that abundance mindset that there's always delicious food whenever you want it so you don't have to eat more than your body needs you don't want to feel yucky from overeating and you don't want to make bad choices 
because you think, oh, well, if I'm going to let myself eat chocolate now, it's going to be the last time for the next year, right? Just yeah. say, well, I really want chocolate. I'll have a little bit of chocolate. I'll really taste it and enjoy it. And you'll be amazed at how much more satisfied you feel when you take that approach to eating. Yes, totally. Because I know sometimes we go to parties and like, oh, it's a party. It's an excuse to eat. And it's a, we're just going to have everything and we're in celebration mode. But then five parties later, it catches up to you and you have five more pounds and then the dress doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's the whole thing. Just being mindful of what's going on is going to help you and take you far. And that's the point. You made like there's five more parties. So it's not like this is going to be your last party. Just being in touch with your body's hunger and fullness signals and what you love. And then, you know, you know that there'll be lots more parties with lots more delicious food. So you don't have to eat like you're on death row, you know? And even when it comes down to going on your honeymoon, I mean, I know a lot of brides stress about that. You know, I'm going to kill my diet on my honeymoon, but you really don't have to. Just do the same thing like Shari's telling you, just approach whatever food is available to you on your honeymoon. Have what you love, have a reasonable amount of it, and then, you know, just a healthy mindset and staying aware of every bite you eat. You know, if we chew, 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 and we eat it really fast, your body doesn't catch up to you. If you chew it slow, you're mindful and your body has time to absorb it and you'll feel yourself getting full. Is that right, Sherry? That's really great advice. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to confess on my honeymoon, I don't think I was hungry the whole time because, you know, we stayed at this resort in the Virgin Islands and they prepared all these fabulous meals for us. And I wasn't eating the way I am now back then. And I, of course, I gained weight on my yeah. honeymoon because I was just eating too much. And it was so, now I look back and it looks crazy, but I think that's what a lot of people do. And it's how a lot of people approach food and it's really not necessary. Yeah. And the other thing is I've had brides that actually come home from their honeymoon depressed because you've had this big whirlwind experience. And then you got married and then you went on this honeymoon. And then before you knew it, you actually gained 20 pounds on your wedding plans. <laughs> It's easy to have happen, you know, because yeah. of the fact that our lifestyles change so much during this, you know, six months, year, year and a half of wedding plans. Shari, these, this advice is amazing. I love the whole thing about tips for healthy eating and also this, these tips for mothers of the bride, you know, letting the bride do things her way, managing the expectations, listening more, judging less and being that supportive rock and knowing that no matter what goes wrong, everything is going to be wonderful. Stay aware of yourself, stay aware of your eating. And like we said, if you have any questions, she's so, as you could tell through this podcast, she just really knows what she's talking about. And she has lots of tips that will help you uh, get to where you want to go. Shari, thank you so much for being on the show today. I loved it. I hope everybody did too. Yeah, I've had a blast talking with you. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. And I really am grateful to have an opportunity to talk to you and your listeners. Thank Thanks you. so much. Oh, you're so welcome. All right, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have any questions, you could message me, April Kelly at makeyourweddingamazing.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook too. Share it and subscribe and leave a review. That would be amazing. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time. This episode brought to you by J-Rod Productions, a one-stop shop recording and production studio founded by John Johnny Rod Corsiari, creating high-quality, radio-ready pop rock songs from songwriting to tracking production through mixing and mastering. 
check it out at jrodproductionsmusic.com, 914-329-5206. 914-329-5206. jrodproductionsmusic.com. This episode brought to you by The Clean Team, specializing in new move-ins, newlywed specials, getting your home ready for guests, and cleaning up after your event. Five-star rated company in Ocean County, New Jersey, 732-267-7334. The Clean Team, 732-267-7334. Are you looking for a live band that people will rave about? Want your dance floor packed all night long? Band of Gold Music, a 10-piece band with the talent to make a lifelong impression on the best day of your life, exceeding expectations. Bandofgoldmusic.com Now as long as you're beside me, I have everything I need. 